Hello, everybody. This is Barry Feeker with the Topeka Rescue Mission. It's May 3rd, 2022. Good morning, Lamanda Broyles. Good morning. How are you today? I'm wonderful. Good, yeah. good. Well, how does it feel to be in your week and a half now as yes. the Executive Director of Topeka Rescue Mission? Yes. I'm pretty proud we've all survived. Oh, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't say, hey, I didn't really mean it uh, no. or too much. No, yeah. it's good, huh? Yes. Very excited to come to work every morning. Yeah. You know? What have you learned? I mean, you've been working with the Rescue Mission. You were with the Board of Directors before. Mm-hmm. Um, then you started last June working mm-hmm. with the Rescue Mission directly. What would you say has changed since you have taken on the role of the executive director? I would say kind of how I've structured my time management. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's kind of just a personal growth that I'm working through right now. But when I've only had um, certain sections to supervise and to be involved in, um, I kind of got in a groove, right, of how to be attentive to those supervisors and how to pour into them. Um, and so now I'm relearning that a little bit with the new deputy directors and and um, knowing how to entrust them with things and empower them and to support them, but then also um, make a presence everywhere because I want our staff to know they're seen um, mm-hmm. and that they're valued and um, that before I can pour into anything else, I want to be pouring into our own. Um, and so, but then somewhere in there, Barry, I have to also eat and sleep and, you know, those kinds of things. <laughs> no, so I told you that you <laughs> We're going to do that. Yes. So I'm learning. But I would just say the time management piece, and I just want to be um, an effective leader that is present. And so trying to figure out how to juggle that. Well, from my uh, expert opinion, you're doing great. Uh, and uh, everybody is really, really appreciating um, now that you've stepped into this role. And sure. I've stepped back from it. Mm-hmm. And uh, still we get to do what we get to do. The, our community, yes. our mission is now 124 mm-hmm. podcasts. That's been going on almost weekly, mm-hmm. 124 times. So do the math. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're going to start sharing some of this, our yes. community, our mission. So you'll do it sometimes. I'll do it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just see where it goes. It's just a, a fun, fun thing to do. And we've just always had some amazing guests. Yes. Um, last time we had uh, Topeka Police Department Chief Brian Wheelis on. That, mm-hmm. was, a, that was a fun deal. Yes, I mean, you got a fun. top cop here, you know, and you have fun and uh-huh. laughing and all that kind of stuff. And what a great guest he was. Well, one of the things that you have uh, really uh, seen the value of, the importance of, is our relationship with NOTO. Yes. North, North Topeka Arts District, which is now in about uh, in its 11th year, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Lamanda, you've been to some events there. Yes. Uh, you have uh, actually, you crashed the uh, command staff police department's uh, meeting that they had down there. <laughs> I uh, knew that was going to get and, brought up uh, again, Yeah, I keep Josh. bringing that up, you know, that's <laughs> Yeah. That's if you want to find out what's going on uh, with the police department, just crash their meetings. Uh, right. No, no, don't uh-huh. do that. Uh, that's and if you don't idea. know what we're talking about, <laughs> listen to last week's podcast. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so, but, uh, you know, NOTO has been just an incredible blessing in this community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been an incredible blessing to the Topeka Rescue Mission and those that we serve. And this morning, we're blessed to have the executive director of NOTO here, Tom Underwood, and also one of the board members and an amazing guy that does so many things in our community, Pedro Concepcion, are mm-hmm. both here. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank You're you. welcome. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, let's start with you. Um, uh, NOTO, uh, uh, some of us, well, not some of us, I was on the front end of this uh, as far as the development back uh, about 11 years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Nita Walgast and John Hunter and Barbara Waterman Peters and all these folks had this incredible idea of creating this arts district in the in the community. Now I know you were aware of it back then. Right. I don't know how much involved you were, but uh, they needed a director of this, and so they uh, they sought a really great guy here in you to do this. Now, how long has that been now? I've been with NOTO about four and a half years now. Okay, and Tom, what were you doing before NOTO? So prior to that. Um, 
I spent 23 years at Washburn University. A big part of my focus was professional development and training, um, mostly in the areas of leadership, um, organizational development. Um, all of my professional life has really been about affecting change. I was a probation officer for a while. And so from the individual or organizational or community, a big part of my focus has been, you know, how do you foster change? Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully change for the better, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's kind of been my framework of, uh, of my professional life. I didn't realize that you'd been a probation officer yeah. before. Well, that's yeah. pretty cool. Well, man, we need to tap into him more about some other stuff. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's great. Well, Tom, what does the uh, – describe the arts district um, as you do probably every day, uh, and what does the executive director do? So um, one of the things that uh, I would frame – just the whole development of the Noto Arts Entertainment District is you consider like a social movement of sorts. Mm-hmm. Most social movements, you know, the women's movement, anti-war, whatever the case may be, tends to start because there's somebody or somebody's who has an idea and has a vision and they're kind of charismatic or you're getting turned on by their vision and they cluster people around them just like, oh, that's cool. Let's call let's let's see, let's see what we can do. And they just do. They don't really have a framework around what they're doing. They just make it happen. And they're meeting in the church basements and people's living rooms over coffee and that kind of thing. And they start doing cool things. They start sharing that message. Well, I think NOTA was a lot like that when it first started. You know, the, you had the vision of Anita Walgast and John Hunter, and they brought on some like you know, Barbara Waterman Peters and Jenny Torrance and some of the early shop owners <clears throat> who just like, yeah, geez, let's give this a shot. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. It was very organic. But you get to the point that where any social movement to really gain traction, to really gain um, affecting change, needs to start putting some bones on it. That's right. Okay? It needs to start putting a structure around it. Mm. And that's why I think that they brought me on as a part of this. And so what I try to do, and probably Pedro can comment that probably I use the word, word strategic a lot. Mm-hmm. What's the strategy? Where do we want to get from point A to point Z? Mm-hmm. And what are all, how do you connect those dots to make it there? I'm not an artist by background. Mm-hmm. So what I try to do is foster this development of this district and within our organization in terms of where does this get us? What's the long game? Now, that's a challenge. I mean, I'm sure as you guys know, when you're looking as a small nonprofit, you know, and small businesses, mm-hmm. many times what they're looking at is the end of the month. Right. So to think, make it to the end of the month. Make it right. to the end of the month, you know, with hopefully a little bit mm-hmm. of change in your pocket. So it tends to be, you know, by the nature of NOTO and who comprises NOTO, it tends to be very much here and now. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, first Friday is coming up. So maybe, maybe by the end of next week. Whereas I think what I try to do is provide a framework in terms of not just the here and now, but the future and how, how do we get there and how do we coalesce behind that. And how do you get a whole bunch of cats to, you know, be mm-hmm. herded together mm-hmm. to the same direction, of which, you know, I have no authority over. I, I tell people I got a nice job title. I work at a cool place, but I have no authority over anybody and I have zero money. Uh-huh. So figure out how to make that happen. You, know, how, how you have you, to leave by, lead by your personality you have, and, and good looks <laughs> well, and, and the whole 10 yards, right? And, yeah, exactly. Which is why I need more work. Which is why, <laughs> yeah, that in of itself is not working. But so it's been really in terms of, you know, there's a saying that, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. But while you're there, you keep splashing enough water in their face. 
Mm-hmm. And hopefully they get thirsty enough that it's like, okay, yeah, this is the direction that we need to go. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I have this huge vision or that I am the person that it's going to take there, but it's a matter of working with people like Pedro and other business owners down there to figure out how, where do we want to go and how do we get there. Well, Tom, after your career at Washburn, you probably could have done a lot of different things. Yeah. But you saw this um, opportunity and you decided to do this and now you've invested. What attracted you to this concept of, of, of NOTO to – and I've seen you firsthand work. You work hard. Mm-hmm. It's not just sitting around, um, you know, trying to answer questions to try to just promote, but you're out there at events, right. activities. You know everybody um, in town, and especially in the NOTO district, to try, to try to just be that great representative. What attracted you to this not being an artist yourself? Well, first of all, it's personal for me. Um, I grew up across the street. I just grew up in this area. This was the area that, you know, when I so was a North kid. Topeka kid. I'm a North mm-hmm. Topeka kid. Yeah. Uh, this was the area that uh, we walked up to the North Topeka Business District. It's where we got our, got our hair cut and did our grocery shopping and just our daily stuff mm-hmm. that we did. Uh, my dad was a postman, so I'm working in the mm-hmm. same building that dad worked in. Now no kidding. Different, yeah, wow. absolutely. Wow. That's amazing. So dad got up at uh, whenever postmans get up and walk to work. And uh, so that was – so I, up until when my mom passed in 2001, you know, she st- still lived in the same house. And so this was, this was my neighborhood. This is where I grew up at, uh, you know, the area and stuff. So for me, it was very personal. And, and, you know, I have to say, you know, when Anita and John, when Noto first started, I was one of those people that's like – yeah, good luck with that. We'll see if that'll ever work, you know. Because there have been a lot of great ideas before Oh, a lot this. of great uh-huh. ideas. Yes. And I was kind of one of those people who's like, yeah, that's never going to work. Uh-huh. But, you know, um, but it was working. And so uh, so that's, that's, first of all, personal. It was just, it's, it was personal for me. Um, and towards the end of my professional life, I wanted to do something that was meaningful and purposeful. It's not that I didn't do that previously, but I wanted to make sure um, I had other opportunities, as you said. And it wasn't just collecting a paycheck. Um, so I wanted to make this meaningful and purposeful. And as I said, a big part of my professional foundations have been trying to affect change. And so, uh, I thought that this was an opportunity to take what had already been started, nicely done, a nice package, a nice, you know, the excitement, the enthusiasm. And it's like, well, how can we take this onto, uh, how can we continue to further this to affecting change? So that NOTO is truly an important, and I think it is. I think our vision, um, you know, our vision statement talks about a, a vibrant arts entertainment district. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been some discussion. Well, like, have we met our vision? Maybe we need to revise our, our mm-hmm. vision statement. I mean, I don't think we're there yet. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of work to do. But I think we are a vibrant and prospering arts entertainment district. So now what's next? And so for me, that's the exciting part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that we're not there yet. There's some things that I want to make sure that we can get accomplished, some milestones to to accomplish uh, for the future that I think I, – I kind of feel like we're at a tipping point. I know that's kind of an overused concept sometimes, but I, I feel that way, that we're just, we're just there. We're not quite there. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think we're getting close. What, mm-hmm. what does there look like to you? I think there means um, you know, several things. One is that we know that we are a, a – popular tourist destination, not only for our community, from people who live, you know, a mile away, two miles away, 20 miles away, but we know that we are a popular tourist destination from around the region and for for that matter, from around the country. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but it's, it's hit and miss. And so we want to have that be more embedded, mm-hmm. more of a more of a common aspect. So when people are coming through the area, they're knowing about NOTO. They're mm-hmm. knowing about this arts entertainment district, and it becomes an actual draw. Mm-hmm. We have lots of anecdotes. So just recently, we had a couple from Washington State who was in the area. They were doing their bucket list. And mm-hmm. They wanted to see every state capital in the in the in the in the country. We were number we were number forty nine. <laughs> but while they were here, they stayed a couple of days in Topeka, and they heard about Noto, mm-hmm. and they came down a couple of times, mm. and they ate down here, and they bought things down here. And in fact, just before closing time, they they came in about two minutes to five. They had seen our uh, art exhibit, and they said, "I saw this piece the other day, and I want to buy it." So you had people from Washington State stop by. And you know, again, maybe they had coffee at the Onyx. Maybe they ate the Wilbur. I, I don't know. I don't know what all they did. But they came and they visited Noto. And they're going to go back home and tell their mm-hmm. friends and family. Sure. It's like, yes. hey, it's not just a drive-through city. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a place that you could stop and, 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 and really engage and have a good time. Mm-hmm. The other thing about what I think you know, the metrics that you're asking about looks like is um, um, equity of resources. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, it's like... I know that we're a very popular tourist destination, but yet Noto gets zero tourism dollars. Mm. To me, that's a disconnect and something that I've been kind of pushing since I've started. It's like I'm scratching my head on this. You know, we know that we draw people from across, certainly across the region, from across the country. Again, I'm not saying people are coming to Topeka just because of Noto. I'm saying that while they're in Topeka, they're visiting Noto. Mm-hmm. Um, Visit Topeka had a, a citation. I don't know if it's still accurate or not, that we're the third most popular tourist destination in the county following mm-hmm. Lake Shawnee and the state capital, mm-hmm. both of which have been around for a long, long time sure. and have right. their own funding sources. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're the third most popular tourist destination and we're getting zero tourism dollars, to me, that's a disconnect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we need to have equity in those funding sources to be able to be here in long term. Mm-hmm. So that's part of what it's mm-hmm. also just mm-hmm. equity of resources. Tipping point on sure. that one as Absolutely. well. Yeah. Absolutely. Which there is more interest in that direction for that conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom, um, as an old timer, and I'm a I'm a got North Topeka roots as well. Um, grandparents, parents. Um, I was born here or North Topeka. Um, been with the rescue mission for 36 years. I know the. Um, the big change that occurred uh, when NOTO actually began to formulate uh, compared to what it had been before. I always called it the Wild West mm-hmm. <laughs> down on Kansas <laughs> Avenue right. um, after the 51 flood. And then and thereafter, it just declined, declined, declined. But it is what it is today. And I think that I'm not the only one that believes this. It was a game changer for our community to see what could be done with something that was so dilapidated, so so forgotten, so kind of hopeless to turning it into a leader in regards to possibilities for this community right. and not just in North Topeka throughout the entire community. So it is what it is today. But a big part of that is because of the people who have come to join you mm-hmm. um, and this whole effort from the very beginnings, as we talked about uh, with the folks who were the, the founders of it to today. And, and, and you have a fantastic board and one of your board members is here today, Pedro Concepcion, who is just like, <laughs> Pedro, you—I don't know—you're a young guy, and you've accomplished so much uh, in your in your life thus far. And so, we're just glad that you joined us today too. And we, you and Tom and I, had a meeting here the other day, and just to kind of get to know that your background. So, talk about your investment in this community, um, 
all over, uh, what your passions are and uh, why you invested in Noto. Um, well, I think it all started when I moved to Topeka to open um, a restaurant here that mm-hmm. we were told that it was never going to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I've, I'm from Chicago, so I was just kind of told, hey, you're going to go to Topeka and open this restaurant. Why Topeka? Um, it was close to Lawrence, so it, we had started the burger stand way back then, okay. and Topeka was the next stop. Right. So we decided, you know, to um, to come here, and I had no idea, you know, what Topeka was. And I got a, an apartment in College Hill, and I started seeing people saying that, you know, it would never work. You know, a restaurant in that area would never work, and how that area was so bad. But honestly, I came in with a fresh pair of eyes, and I was just ambitious. See, I've been I was to like, Chicago. Yeah, I was like, about things. yeah. <laughs> they were like, it's so violent in Topeka. And I'm like, I haven't even heard of Goncha. You know? <laughs> in Chicago, it's a lot worse. But uh-huh. I, I was just excited to kind of go in there and change people's minds, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that's what I, I, I like doing. Um, so we went, you know, hit the ground running, and um, it, it became it became a success. So um, problem with the burger stand is you had to stand in line. Yeah, to yeah, get in. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was great. It was great. But um, unfortunately, I wanted to do my own thing and I ended up opening um, Boca Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of started going my own way. Yeah. Um, but around that, um, I got sick. I got cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So I had, yeah, I had terminal cancer and they had gave me a really short time. So I decided to sell everything and go out and do everything, you know, um, and I started getting better. I got, wow. I got better. And I decided that um, I wanted to come to Topeka because Topeka gave me a lot while I was sick. And I really saw the potential about growing not only as an individual, but, you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. Um, so I came back and um, started thinking where I really wanted to be at. And I love Noto. Um, I worked with Jenny Torrance with Noto Burrito mm-hmm. years and years ago. And um, I remember when we opened, I literally went out the street and lay down. And I was like, there is no traffic. <laughs> you know, and, and I, got, so now. I saw a tumbleweed and it was like... <laughs> I thought I was only in the cartoons or in the way I saw a tumbleweed and I'm like, is this going to work out? I did say wild west. (laughs) When you said that's why I laughed because I remember that, Uh you know, and it was just, it it just stayed in me. Um, But um, we decided, um, I think it was a conversation that um, Jenny had told me when she was on the board that what will be great for Noto, you know, um, what will be good. And just like Tom, I love his brain. Like he's, he strategizes. So Mm -hmm. I kind of, I kind of do that too. Mm -hmm. I like to play the long ring. Um, mm-hmm. People think that things just happen overnight, mm-hmm. and that's not true. No, mm-hmm. things built and they built yeah, and they right. built. You know, they're never perfect, so you always keep getting better. And if you think they're perfect, then you know you're, you're wrong because mm-hmm. they can mm-hmm. keep getting better and better as time goes. Um, so I dated uh, my fiance now. Um, she's a hairstylist, and um, we were looking for a location to do a salon and spa. Mm-hmm. And at first, people were like, "Oh no, North Topeka." You know, I think she had clients that were like, "I'm not," you know, North Topeka is so far. <laughs> but but isn't, that, yeah, isn't that incredible? Yeah, it was incredible because you know, and, and and what's funny is that she had already a shop in downtown, so she was like, "Well, it's just across the bridge. It's not really like it's nothing." Almost a mile away. Yeah. So, um, but me and her love this area. I think Noto brings an experience. I think it's just something that Topeka needs. If you go to any city, um, you you find a location just like Noto, you know, a place where it's kind of like, you know, vintagey and quirky and fun and murals. Like you feel yourself. You kind of want to let loose, mm-hmm. you know, because when you're in a downtown or business anywhere, you kind of little, you know, oh, my God, maybe intimidated. But mm-hmm. I think Noto, when you go in there, you see the murals, you see the shops and you just 
just want to go out and just have fun or mm-hmm. lay down in the park and just sit there, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Um, so we really enjoyed the area. And um, Tom's a great leader. I started seeing the change uh, myself when actually he got as a director and started seeing his strategy plan and stuff like that. And I was just happy to be on the board and trying to put my input on how we can grow Topeka. Because you're completely right. I think Topeka has, it's, it's in a renaissance right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people are finally waking up. We already had the people here. We already had the infrastructure. We just never believed in ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? And I think now people are believing in ourselves. Now people are waking up, you know, and realizing, I don't need to go to Kansas City. I don't need to go to Lawrence or move out of state. I can mm-hmm. build here. I can dream here. You know, I can make it happen here. So I think more people are more entrepreneurs are taking the leap and, you know, figuring out and admiring the things that we have. You know, like Noto, downtown, Westboro, all these little areas that are super fun. I mean, Chicago's great, but I feel like Chicago is so busy and so fast, fast, fast that sometimes, you know, you forget to just breathe, mm-hmm. you know. And Topeka is you can admire, breathe, walk, jog, and enjoy the city, you know. And I feel like we're growing with morals, and hopefully we stay like that. We're a city that has morals, and as we grow, we don't keep, we, we keep those morals. You know, we keep saying hi to our neighbor. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the first thing my family came here in town that they kept saying, um, people keep keep saying hi to us or waving at us. Uh-huh. You know, in Chicago, you kind of don't get that in the city. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, so they were like, so oh my God, such a nice city. Like, it's everybody's so nice and friendly. And I hope as we grow, you know, we keep that. And mm-hmm. we just keep being ourselves and just being a good human overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of my, my story. I, so, I love Topeka, yeah. So sometimes it takes a person from outside to help us to see what we really do have here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to digress a minute, I, in 1987, I needed to experience homelessness for myself. And so I went to Chicago on the streets. And uh, being from here, um, I learned really quick, you don't say hi to people on the streets if you want to be okay. Mm-hmm. So you just keep your head down and keep moving. But here it's just like, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And, and in our country today, um, this is very challenged. Relationships are very challenged. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, I like what you said, kind of keep building this, this relationship, this moral, as you call it, um, uh, relation to be a healthy community because it's not that way everywhere. And we don't want to lose that here. You know, Barry, one of the things that uh, is a dynamic of, of NOTO is that uh, before it was an arts and entertainment district, it was a business district, which had seen a decline in retail, but there are a lot of businesses down here that are the services trades. Right. Um, and one of the things that when I came in is just like, you know, they were they would have a list of who is NOTO and they would list, you know, the art galleries and the antique shops and the restaurants, but they wouldn't list the other businesses that have been in for generations. Mm. And one of the things that I thought was important is just like, well, you know, you can't choose your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Let's recognize that we all have some common yeah. goals. Right. Mm-hmm. We all want to have a nice place to be. We want a nice place to go to work. We want to be free of crime or distress or disrepair. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have more in common than we have uh, things that are that are not in common. So that's one of the things I've tried to do. It's just like, I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your organization is. I don't care what your business model is. Let's can we all agree that we have certain things that we want to strive for? So I'm not going to tell you that every trades and crafts d- down here is you know, fully on board. I don't think that there's opposition. You know, mm-hmm. And my sense was before, uh, in the early days, there might have been the challenge. us yes. versus mm-hmm. them kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's just silly. You know, the us, there's no reason for us versus them. It's just all us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've worked really hard in terms of trying to make sure that there is inclusiveness regardless of who the business is and what they're trying to do and that we really you know let's strive for the common good 
we might have disagreements about what that looks like, and that's okay. But let's let's at least move this forward, and at least uh, you know on the on the uh, stakeholder matrix, not have people who are opposed and fighting you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They may not be supporting you, but at least they're not being opposed and fighting you. And I think I think we've been successful with that. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, what's happening it's acceptance. You know, everybody's accepting that together we grow further. Yeah. You know that competition is healthy. You know, um, we're trying to be better and better for one another for the district. I think we stop realizing that, you know, our store is the only thing that matters. You know, mm-hmm. the district, it was what matters. Mm-hmm. And then kind of going beyond Topeka is what matters, you know, mm-hmm. um, because even if downtown builds something, you know, they'll, they'll come here. You know, if something is built in another side of the city, they'll come here. Mm-hmm. But we need to grow together to build each other and to promote each other. And I think we started to realize that now. I remember we went we had a meeting and we saw all these people show up and we were so impressed about all the vendors. I think we had a packed house, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I kind of told Tom, I'm like, I think people are finally realizing that together we'll go further, mm-hmm. you know, that together, you know, we're stronger and how we can promote each other. And Tom does a great job. I mean, like, you're right, Tom, you'll see him walking around. Mm-hmm. You'll see him putting up chairs, putting mm-hmm. up flags. Mm-hmm. People see that. You know, and people follow leadership like that. Like, he's working hard, so how can we work hard? You know, should we promote more? Should we figure something out? You know, um, be a great ambassador for Noto. I think people are accepting that, you know, this is possible and achievable, you know, from like 15 years ago, that Mm -hmm. it was like, and it's never going to happen, or, you know, oh, my God. I think now we see momentum. You know, we see other parts of, of Topeka growing, so it's time for us to do it. But we also need great leadership. You know, we need to make sure that we follow somebody that's, you know, hitting the ground, you know, that that's actually doing work. Um, and he's doing a great job right now at, at that. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh, human nature tends to um, polarize, mm-hmm. um, divide, um, a lot of times out of misunderstanding and fear. But the successful of coming together is takes time and relationship building. And you've done that so well. And uh, you're right, it's about a district, it's about a community, it's about health, it's about a lot of things. And people are starting to get that, which is, which is monumental um, and different, which makes it um, uh, something that people look at and they go, well, I want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, even, even uh, talking about dividing and kind of uh, um, um, fear and those kind of things started early on before NOTO actually became district and that was what about these homeless down here right what about that rescue mission down there and i remember and tom you and i've had this conversation is the the first meeting about noto was started at the rescue mission and uh, uh there was nita and and uh and barbara was there and john and and others and uh they said hey we want to do this and anybody have any problem with this and i said yeah and uh they said what do you, what's your problem with it and i said would well, be us uh we probably you probably don't want us here and they go, why? And uh, I said, well, we're, we're a homeless shelter. Um, and they go, well, what's the problem with that? And, and you know, it, 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 it surprised me because people from outside of this concept were thinking, that'll never work, just like the Overland Station could not exist with a homeless shelter. Well, certainly, uh, you can't have an arts district that's going to build businesses and is going to have uh, people want to come here because there won't anybody coming here. Um, and you have a homeless shelter across the tracks. And, and those folks said, absolutely not. This is something that we must do together. And it, it was such a monumental, refreshing, wonderful um, uh, expression of genuine compassion and care 
um, for the people who are here. And it's been that way ever since. Not that there haven't been some things we've had to work through um, with the unsheltered homeless population and safety issues and those kind of things, but it's just been a district. Pedro, like you say, it's, 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 it's all of us coming together and, and doing some phenomenal things. So, Tom, when you came in, obviously this is something you worked really hard on, right. is this relationship between Topeka Rescue Mission, Great Overland Station, the whole North Topeka area representing NOTO. What have, you, what have you seen as been the value or the benefit of this coming together of these different, like you got, you got your industrial businesses here, you got your, you got your food establishments, you have your arts and entertainment, and social services. Now we got a county operation over here. Right. What, what what have you seen, and what have you done in regards to continue to foster that good relationship? Well, first of all, when I started, um, the definition, the geographic geographic definition of NOTA was two blocks on Kansas Avenue, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? I don't help me understand why it stops here. And I understand the historical context of that was the main strip, if you will. But I'm like, well, why isn't Great Eleven Station, why isn't the Topeka Rescue Mission part of this area we call NOTO? And it's like, oh, well, the tracks are there, and that's the demarcation. And why aren't, as we go north, why isn't, I don't, I don't quite understand. And it was this, in fact, they, would have, they had a map that was just very clearly, mm-hmm. again, only the arts galleries, only the antique shops, only the retail shops, only the places to eat. It didn't include anything else, and it did not include the rescue mission. Did not include Great Ellen Station. Did not include other businesses that have been down here for a long time. And I said, "Well, gosh, you know, because being brand new, you don't want to rock the boat too much." And so I'm like, <laughs> God, help, "Help me understand Redraw this." Redraw the maps is always a little <laughs> difficult. Right, right, right. Well, after some time, as the map became obsolete, and they kept saying, "Oh, well, we need to redo a new map," I just kind of ignored that. We don't need to redo a new map. Mm-hmm. Let's just be more comprehensive. And I get that eventually you need to maybe put a physical boundary at some point. But I think it could be all the way down to the water and mm-hmm. all the, a lot farther mm-hmm. north and a lot mm-hmm. farther east and west. Mm-hmm. Let's be more visionary. Let's think about what this might include. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand there may not be businesses or entities that might you know, want to be or you know, that may not fit in or maybe want to be a part of that. But. I think we limit ourselves if we put a geographic boundary that's too restrictive on that. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. It's just like, yeah, you, you want to call yourself NOTA? I'm cool with that. Uh-huh. Um, let's embrace that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of you know, to use an arts metaphor, if you will. It's kind of like it's kind of like being the uh, conductor for a jazz combo. Mm-hmm. All right, I kind of know we're going to do a song. But I have no idea as you're playing the trombone and you're playing the mm-hmm. piano sure. and you know, you're playing the guitar, you know, other than maybe this sense about this direction, it's going to be chaotic mm-hmm. and it's going to be maybe kind of messy and you may not even like it, mm-hmm. but it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to work out okay. And that's kind of that, that metaphor of, of uh, there's going to be some dissonance mm-hmm. and going to be a little bit of uh, maybe, even, maybe even some disharmony, if you mm-hmm. will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of it, you got a pretty cool jazz piece going on. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Pedro, you, uh, you've invested uh, in our community in different ways. Uh, talk about your business at NOTO. Um, so we're a salon and spa, uh, Onyx Salon and 
spa and wellness spa, and then we have a cafe as well right next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we held um, healthy treats and healthy juices and stuff like yeah, that. I see you brought one today. Yeah, yeah, I had <laughs> celery and uh-huh. lemon and spinach and kale. Um, yeah, we're more of a wellness shop, um, so we just bring more of a healthy aspect to food and kind of promote that, you know, less sugars, you know, gluten-free, dairy-free, um, and obviously the salon is all types of, you know, color, haircut, nails. It's a spa. We have an infrared sauna. We have showers. Um, we have massage therapists, so it's more of a spa wellness kind of combo, if you will. How, how, how have people found out about this and how is the, how's the business? It's been, um, well, thankfully my fiance is very talented. You know, she's, <laughs> she's very, very talented. And when I first met her, she, she wasn't even taking clients, um, anymore because she was booked to the whole year, mm-hmm. you know? So we started breaking down the financials and said, you know what, we need to build something, you know, so, so we can grow. And we ate at the wheelbarrow one day and we across the street somebody had put a for sale sign and we're a big believer that when it happens it happens if it's meant to be it's meant to be don't rush things and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so we just went across the street and <laughs> yeah the guy's like yeah it's for sale and they're like all right and we, we checked it out and i was like oh wow and we were already looking at round table um bookstore um building mm-hmm. but it was just too big for what we wanted at that time um but then we saw that sign and we went in there and i think we closed in like a week after that that's pretty cool and we decided because we honestly didn't we didn't have an issue with the district, you know. Mm-hmm. We saw it as somewhere we wanted to be, somewhere that was different, somewhere that there was just an experience, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that resembles a little bit of home. Like uh, my fiance's from San Diego and arts and culture over there. I'm from Chicago. We had the same thing. So we wanted to be in an area that kind of embraced all of that, you mm-hmm. know, that embraced different things, you know. And even honestly, even homelessness, like um, we don't see it as a, it's a, it's a bad thing, you know, and honestly, they're all, they're a human being, you know, yes. they're, they're going through a, a patch that hopefully they fix or they're trying to fix right now. So you need to understand that or put yourself in their shoes about how you would feel, you know, how you can help. Mm-hmm. So we don't see it as a, as a threat or, you know, our safety or anything like that. We see it more as you guys providing, you know, an incredible asset to Topeka, you know, and without you guys, I mean, I think it, things can go can go in the wrong way. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I really like that. I um, mean, the business has been really good. Um, we she mentors all her um, stylists. Um, we incentivize our employees. Um, we just took one, I think, to Puerto Rico. So we're really trying to create a home here. We try to create all the employees to empower themselves and build their own businesses in the future because it will benefit Topeka. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to help each other to build more things. So um, the businesses have been doing really good. Um, and the, the district's just growing. I mean, the traffic yeah. around there. If you oh, see I know. It now. Yeah, you just, mm-hmm. uh, you got traffic problems uh, yeah, more than we, anything. Yeah, yeah, we have traffic. There's no parking in some areas uh-huh. now. I mean, now, telling time, we're, we're parking lot. Where are we going to do that? That's a, you that's know? a good you problem know, to have. Yes. You know, one yeah. of the things that uh, Pedro and Heather did, though, and this is, and, and they're not alone in doing this, is that they put tons of effort, sweat equity, money into fixing up that building. I mean, you guys. I mean, I just I still tell people about you know the week where there was a conveyor belt down in oh, your yeah. basement to dig out the old flood mud. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and just you know all the work that's gone mm-hmm. into it, and there's a lot of other building owners down here who in the last several years have really invested just mm-hmm. a ton of work, and it's not easy. I mean, for, quite frankly, I just have high regard for people who are going to do that because the easy thing would have not to been was not to be down here. Right, mm-hmm. right. That would have been the right. easier thing. The easier thing would have been to go some 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 strip mall, mm-hmm. you know, uh, elsewhere. I mean, frankly, so boy, the investment and the fact that you and, and others live down here now, you're yeah. you're a resident mm-hmm. of Noto, um, and I think 
you know, talking about growth and future, I think that's really the big push. Mm-hmm. That's the next step mm-hmm. is regular housing, um, housing for uh, folks who want to live in the cool, funky arts mm-hmm. district, but maybe they're working downtown or mm-hmm. elsewhere kind of thing or working from home. And I mean, that's what that's what you guys have done. Um, and there's other people like that, too, who have just really invested. So, I mean, they're they're here 24 seven. I mean, they're all in. I mean, NOTO needs to succeed because of people like Pedro and Heather and others, um, because this is where they not only work, this is where they live. Mm-hmm. I can tell you from, again, long years of experience of being in this area, when I drive down North Kansas Avenue now, I'm just still amazed of what I see. And it's always changing. There's right. always something right. new. There's always an improvement. There is. But to see the people, to see the peace that rests within the district— um, to see the enthusiasm uh, about people who are wanting to come here and be a part of this. And it, it rubs off on those experiencing homelessness as well. They see this as, it's, it's kind of like uh, if you've been living in your car um, under a bridge or whatever the case might be, and you come in to, if you, if you trust a homeless shelter enough to come in there, and then you get your own room, you get a bathroom, and you get good meals and those kind of things, it changes your whole outlook on life. You got people that wrap around you that care about you. That's even sweeter, right? Not just the and what you have in Noto is you got great aesthetics, great opportunity, great people that love people that are here to embrace this community, and and the rest of the community is going, huh? We want to do that too, and so it's contagious of what you guys have done uh, and those that came before you. And uh, why not tip it over that point? Right. Tom, why not get it over there to where it really is um, not just recognized, but is recognized as an essential mm-hmm. component for investment by our community into this district? Um, you've, you, you, everybody's paid the price to get it where it is, and 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 that's always the hard point of, of how can we help people to understand that it's not something to be taken granted for granted, right. you know? So it's like the the homeless services. Uh, and other things in the community. Noto is the same way. It's essential now. Right. It goes away. Yeah. That's not okay. Not okay at all. And uh, and and you guys have just. Um, it, it, and when I say you guys, the whole everybody sure. involved with this is just it. It's just amazing. Lamanda, I know that uh, again. We've we've been talking over here, and you, you you've been <laughs> listening. Okay. I'm listening and learning and intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, so is coming in as as the director of the rescue mission now. Um, and you've, you've gotten to be involved in some of the NOTO mm-hmm. events. What does that mean in your kind of new, fresh perspective of um, it's always been this way, according to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hasn't always been this way, but what is your what is your vision for this relationship between TRM and NOTO? Sure. You know, I, I kind of have um, personal feelings and professional feelings, but they're aligned. Um, and I shared this a couple of weeks ago with Tom um, that my husband and I, um, we've done several of the first Friday walks and, um, you know, we just did the Easter parade. Our girls were in the Easter parade and we've done the bloom event. Um, and so from a personal standpoint, I appreciate the experiences that we're able to have as a family, but that I'm also able to provide my girls by being able to go down known to, mm-hmm. I mean, like we go to the bookstore, they want a coloring contest. We go to the antique shops. They like being able to walk down into the basement and shop. So there's lots of memories that I realize my girls one day are going to say, remember when we did that in Noto? 
remember when we would go down there as a family and that's a part of kind of this family legacy that Jared and I are building with our girls. And we want Noda to be a part of that um, because they get to see things there and experience things that if we didn't have Noda, they wouldn't be getting that. Um, and so personally, I just see the, um, the influence that Noto has. And I, I appreciate that. Um, as far as the professional standpoint here, what a greater neighbor to have than Noto. Okay. Um, and so I have been able to speak to, you know, a couple of business owners. I'm hoping to be able to get in there more. Um, but just the compassion that mm-hmm. they have for what mm-hmm. we do. Um, you know, I was speaking to someone and um, she said, Hey, can I talk to you? I'm a business owner in Noto. And I said, sure. And I was kind of bracing myself thinking, "Uh Oh, is there something wrong here? You know, knowing that I'm coming in and literally she said, "Um, I'm going to let you kind of get in and get your feet wet because I know you've got a lot of load. She goes, but then I hope that my husband and I can meet with you because we want to do more. (laughs) And I just said, do more. She said, yeah. She said, because we realize that they're people just like we are. And if there's ways that we can help and sometimes, and so I just kind of became overwhelmed at this understanding that here's a business owner who could be snooty or could be, oh, I don't want my stuff touched and those kinds of things. But it was, hey, we want to partner with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Pedro, kind of what you talked about we do things better together. Mm. Um, And so that doesn't mean that we're not going to face opposition or that we're going to have things that we have to work through. Um, But the first step is saying, Hey, how are we going to be united? United doesn't mean the same. So we can have different agendas. We can have different things that we have to protect, but then working together. And I just see Noto as doing that from Tom's leadership to the business owners. Mm. And so as being the executive director here, I appreciate that because I feel like I am excited and a welcomed part of Noto, not Mm -hmm. a nuisance, Mm -hmm. not one where there's division, um, where if there is a problem that arises, we're going to work together, um, and do that because I want to advocate for people who are experiencing homelessness, but I also want to advocate for what's right or wrong, you know? And so it's just neat to be able to do that. I love your uh, new fresh analysis because that's the way it really has unfolded here. Mm -hmm. And and it's been good. I I love the, to, to retell the story. Um, when we sat down at the rescue mission many years ago and talked about this, one of the things we thought was, well, if we can really do this together, mm-hmm. it will show ourselves who we are. It will show our community who we are. And it might even show the nation who we are. Wouldn't that be cool? So John Hunter calls me up one day and he says, hey, you coming to meet Rocco Landsman? I go, who's that? You don't know who Rocco Landsman is? Well, he's the president of the National Endowment for the Arts. He's going to be in Topeka, and he's going to be down here at the Serendipity. And uh, he wants to come in and see what's going on here. So I go, okay, I'll come. So, um, and then, I, Tom, I'm not an arts guy either. You know, right. Anita taught me to appreciate a painting on the wall. I thought it was just something that covered up holes. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's uh, there's really good stuff with art. And I just don't have the brain for it, but I respect it. And uh, so um, Rocco is uh, getting a tour. Uh, by everybody had been here for the whole day. And at the end of his talk to us, I said, Mr. Lansman, I have a question for you. What do you see here that's different? And he says, a lot. And I said, what do you think about this arts district working with this service for the homeless? He said, it's the way it's supposed to be. It's the way it's supposed to be. I said, do you see anywhere else in the country? He goes, no, first place. He went back and put in his national publication, this is the way it's supposed to be. Mm. And I said, oh, we already went national. How cool. <laughs> and so, But you don't just rest on what you did. Right. 
you got to keep a good thing good. And that's what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just blessed to have this relationship. We're blessed to be a part of NOTO. Um, and we are in the district, regardless of what the map may Absolutely. say. Or not. <laughs> so we are NOTO. You know, and, you know, and, and, and Mary, let me comment also. It's like, you know, we have uh, our board that helps direct what I do and what we should be doing in our direction stuff. We have a very eclectic board. It's a large board. It's 18, uh, 18 people on the board. Uh, but it's a mixture of not only some of the big companies, kind of the think people who you think should be on a nonprofit board, but it's also uh, about a third of the folks are from the district, including Pedro and including represent, representatives from the rescue mission. Mm -hmm. That's critical. Mm -hmm. uh, That's we want to make sure that it's not folks from the outside telling this small area what to do, mm -hmm. right? Um, that's not what NOTO is. It's meant to be eclectic. So we make sure we're very deliberate in making sure that we have folks from the district, small businesses, the rescue mission. We have quite a few nonprofits down here, mm -hmm. by the way, right? Mm -hmm. There's quite a few of them. Um, and that's that's good. Habitat. There's mm -hmm. Habitat for mm -hmm. Humanity. Mm -hmm. You stand on the corner where the Arts Center, Arts Center is a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. You see about three churches, buildings. You mm -hmm. walk down the next corner, you see that's another right. couple of churches. I mean, they're small, but... Um, so the point is, is that it's very eclectic, and I think mm -hmm. having, making sure that we have a representative from the rescue mission on mm -hmm. our board, I think, has just been uh, foundational. Mm -hmm. we, just, we we have to have that because uh, we want to make sure that we're you know hearing that voice also in mm -hmm. anything that that we're doing. And I think that's appreciated. You know, I feel like there's so often in life where um, we ask ourselves, who made this decision? <laughs> right? Where um, decision makers are making decisions and then we are um, then left with the task of trying to juggle that and we're going, this doesn't make sense. And what I love about NOTO is those that are impacted by the decisions made are those that are making the decisions. And so I feel like that's a powerful piece and a lesson, um, not just for the NOTO district, um, but our city, our community, um, to re-examine some things, you know, mm -hmm. and to really say, look at our tables, um, who's around them, uh, because I feel like Noto's leading in that, and I think that there are other areas that could as well. Um, one thing I wanted to share, Barry, I've never shared this story uh, with anyone but you and, and, of course, my husband, because he was there, but several months ago, Jared and I were at a um, first Friday, and we had just finished eating at the wheelbarrow, and um, we're walking down, and... Um, we were about to get in our car, and I, I told Jared, I said, hold on a second, something doesn't feel right. And he's like, oh, no, because he knows what that means. Something's going to happen. And I said, let's let's just hang out right now. And so we were hanging out by some murals and um, talking about them, and all of a sudden I see a woman start approaching us um, from the direction of the rescue mission. And um, he looked at me, and he said, God's about to do something, huh? And I said, yes, and thank you for, <laughs> for being patient because I don't know what it's going to look like. And as she got closer, um, I realized she was crying. And a little disoriented, talking to herself. Um, and she walked past me, walked up to a building, and said, oh, it's no longer in existence. And I'm not sure what building it was, but apparently she had some roots here of an aunt that used to own a building. And um, so she comes back, and I just kind of reached out my hand, and I said, is there something I can do to help you? And and she looked at me, and she's has a dirty face, and she has dirty hands, and she, she wipes tears off of her. And, and she said, I'm basically lost. And then she kind of laughs. She goes, I know where I'm at, but my life is lost. And um, I said, well, I work at the rescue mission. Um, is there a way that I can help you there? Do you need resources? Do you need a place to stay? And um, I can only imagine, um, but I, I think that she was probably a victim of human trafficking. 
she had been dropped off at the gate of the Hope Center, but she wasn't ready for that. She was scared. And so what did she do? She started walking to where she felt safe. Um, And so here was this woman that wasn't ready to be in a congregate shelter, which there is a gate we have Mm -hmm. that makes sense. We got to have safety, but she's divided by a gate. Mm -hmm. But what did she have open to her? No, no. And so she started walking and that's where I interfaced with her. And so we were able to make some phone calls. We were able to get her in contact with some family that she had here and, and, um, even North of this area. Um, and she just looked at me and she said, why do you care? And I said, well, I care because you're my sister in Christ, regardless of how you believe that's what I believe. And she goes, well, I don't know if I believe in that. And I said, you don't have to, but I'm called the way I live. My life is to love you regardless if I know you or not. And she said, do you pray? And I said, I do, but that's okay if you don't. And she just looked at me and I said, but I would love to pray with you or I can wait until you walk off and I'll pray for you then. And she said, let's pray now. And so um, my husband the whole time is like trying not to be the creeper, right? That's just standing (laughs) there watching it all. Um, But I just held her and she cried on my shoulder. And I talked about how Noto was a safe place. And I talked to her about she could wait there until her ride got there. But to me, that was just one example of many where the rescue mission couldn't meet a need. And that wasn't our place to judge that she wasn't ready to come in, but she still knew she could be somewhat safe by giving herself some time to make phone calls in Noto. And that's just something I'll always remember is um, that it's life impact um, that goes beyond what we even know sometimes. And um, the partnerships isn't just about growth and visions and, you know, these things. It's about every person that's experiencing, whether they're experiencing homelessness or the safety of Noto. Well, guys, what do you say about that? <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and and it just is one more thing that that we we call God stuff. That mm-hmm. how He pulls together stuff. You know, in mm-hmm. spite of our, in spite of our bad news, we may get. Uh, mm-hmm. Pedro, you you got some really bad news here a few years ago, and look where you are today, and just see yes. how God's working so all things thankful. together. I just want to say to people who are listening to our community, our mission. Noto is a place to come if you're if you're looking at the world right now, going, I'm not sure there's any good in the world. Uh, Noto's a good place mm-hmm. to come. There's good people, good things to do. It's a safe place, obviously, for this woman. Mm-hmm. And and we are so grateful for both of your investments and other people that you represent of what you've done because what you're doing, whether you know it or not, you are making a bright spot in some dark people's lives mm-hmm. to be able to brighten them up and your investment is not going unnoticed. And so... Tom, Pedro, thank you for mm-hmm. what you do um, strategically, investment otherwise, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and uh, and thank you for being such a great friend of uh, Topeka Rescue Mission, which is part of the district. Absolutely it is. And so thank you both for being here today. Uh, thank Thank you for listening to our community, our mission. Um, If you would like more information, uh, we're going to post the NOTO website on our uh, Facebook post so you can check out all the cool stuff that's going on in this NOTO district. Also, if you'd like more information about the Topeka Rescue Mission, you could go to trmonline.org. That's trmonline.org. We're better together. And so that's what we've been talking about today. Topeka Rescue Mission, NOTO, one and the same. Thank you for listening to our community, our mission.